the I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a lounge singer to be their office receptionist. Hello, this is Mickey Marquis, and you've reached the office of Doug and Associates. (laughs) Thank you very much. Catch me Tuesday nights at the Hotel Johnson. Hello? But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Doug and Associates, this is Mickey Market. Hello? For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today. We dig way back in the archives for tonight's Best of Edition. Episode 143. Was Stephen even born yet, you ask? You'll have to listen and find out. Hello, everybody. You're listening to the Defenders of American Exceptionalism. We are live. Not only are we live on Facebook, we are live on pretty much everywhere that you can find us, including Mojo 50 Radio. I mean, Mojo 50 Radio on iHeart Radio, streaming live right now on iHeart, on Mojo. Go find us. I'm sure that you'll love it. Joining me tonight, I have Mr. Steve Hayes. He is the president of of fairtax.org. He is a recovering tax attorney. Um, kind of like a kind of like an alcoholic. You just mm-hmm. can't get rid of it and uh, you always have to be wary of what you're doing. So, Steve Hayes, introduce yourself. Let us know who you are. Well, I as you said, I am the president of it's actually Americans for Fair Taxation, which is sponsoring the Fair Tax. We're in uh, 501c4, meaning we're nonprofit. But we are an advocacy group so that we are promoting legislation that's intended to replace not only the personal income tax, but the corporate Mm -hmm. income tax, the estate and gift tax, and to replace the way we fund Social Security by doing it through a payroll, excuse me, a sales tax Mm -hmm. at the retail level. Okay. Where... Every time you make a purchase, you pay any state taxes you may owe, and you pay a federal retail sales tax at that point. Okay. that's You don't keep tax records <clears throat> if you're not a business. Mm-hmm. You have no reason to. It's right. strictly you determine how much tax you pay by how much you spend. And the other part of this, I think that's very important, is that it is only on new goods. So if you buy a used bicycle for one of your kids, I think you said you had four. Well, if one of them buys a used bicycle, Mm -hmm. wouldn't pay the retail sales tax. However, under the present system, in order to buy that bicycle, let's say it's 50 bucks. Yeah. You have to earn enough money to pay the income tax Mm. and the payroll tax. And if you're a, self-employed, that means you had to earn 15% additional to pay the payroll tax. Right. And you had to earn the amount to pay the income tax. So mm-hmm. you might have had to earn 
$75 in order to net the 50. Gotcha. So yeah. the, 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 the whole point of, of the advocacy for a fair tax is to take basically all of the expenses of the payroll tax out of the way, replace it with a, a, a tax on new goods bought. Um, and, new, and retail services. And retail services, right? Right, right. <clears throat> okay, so so with that, what? How much are we talking about here? Because I mean, I, I know what we're, I know what a uh, income tax is. It's progressive, and you know you have a multiple levels and everything else. What are we talking about? Is there a set number that you're thinking about? Set a set number of twenty three percent. Okay, so set number of twenty three percent. Okay, That's so correct. with that set number of twenty three percent, how is it? Because I mean, personally, I believe everybody. If you're going to pay taxes, everybody should pay taxes, right? Mm-hmm. No matter what. Um, no matter what your income level, you should be paying taxes. And personally, on my level, that right there, what you just said, 23% on all retail uh, retail services and, and brand new goods. Anything used or whatever, no big deal. But new goods and retail services, 23%. If we had that in stone, everything else taken away, don't have to worry about the rest of it. That sounds amazing. And that's like that sounds like something that everybody could get used to and not have to worry about it but you guys don't think that that would work out too well no i think what the situation is with this i mean i think it probably would be helpful if we get some initial ground rules of of the conversation and when i say that Mm -hmm. a lot of people talk about you know oh you're talking about a consumption tax and Right. And in the sense that we're taxing at the point of consumption, that's true. But I think what it's important, it's economically, mm. for your economic unit, any tax is a tax on your ability to consume. Yes. Whether it's a payroll tax, whether it's an income tax, whether it's a sales tax, whether it's an excise tax, it reduces the amount of money that you have left to consume. The only difference in each of these taxes is where they are assessed. Hmm. The income tax, the payroll tax, are pre-consumption. In other words, they come out before you consume because most of us who are W-2 employees receive a check net of those amounts. So we've already had our consumption tax before we consume. So we go out and we buy something for that $50 we talked about but we're doing it with effectively 20 to 25% less of our income. Right. To use to buy that $50 item. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Whereas with the fair tax, what we do is we tax it <clears throat> at the point of consumption. So therefore, all the money that was withheld comes in your pocket. Right. You get to keep 100% of any, you know, my, not minus any federal deduction. State is a different story but federal deductions. So mm-hmm. then you take that dollar, hundred cent dollar, whatever, and you go out and you make purchases. It, but it's equivalent from an economic point of view. Every tax is a consumption tax. Yes. Technically so, every, every tax will be, will be affecting yep. your consumption. Yes. That's right. So the idea is if that's the case, if you take it out prior, because let's think about it a minute, the reason 
why the income tax became a withholding tax was that an old friend of mine named Milton Freeman hmm. was working at the Treasury Department in 1940, I think he too, and they were trying to figure out how to get money in faster because back then you made a payment in March of right. your year's taxes from before. Yeah. Well, they wanted to collect more money more quickly, and they said, we're going to put in a temporary war policy of collecting it out of each paycheck. So can I just stop you there? Sure. Nothing the government has as temporary, especially <laughs> when it comes to collecting money, will stay temporary. And you know how different that is? Because back in... 1861, mm -hmm. Congress passed, I think it was, it was either 61 or 62 when it went into effect, an income right. tax. Yeah. Okay. It was a it huge expired. income tax, too. <laughs> it expired. It was allowed to expire in 1870. Yeah. It actually expired. I know. It, and it was great. <laughs> yeah. And it's such a change between then and now with the attitude of what the role of government is. Because back then, the role of government was very limited. As mm -hmm. we know. Yes. Now, it's like everybody expects government to do everything. Not everybody, but m many Most. people expect government to do anything right. for them. And it adds to the ability of politicians to get reelected if they can make you dependent on their decision to let you have this tax benefit or that tax benefit. So, so yes or no, yes or no. Buying things online, will that be taxed? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You see, we may, have some anyway. people, we, we, may, we may have some people that may disagree with you on that, although if well, it gets rid of the income tax, they might be okay with say, that. And that's, remember, and who, don't, who, no, no, let, let me stop you a second. Okay, okay. Remember, when they buy online, mm -hmm. what kind of dollars are they consuming with? Right. They've already been taxed. Mm-hmm. They've already been taxed. Oh yeah, we're already we're already consuming so, with with so, post with post tax dollars. That's but here's, right. Here's so, what I mean. Here's what I mean. Mm -hmm. Tar River Arms. They're uh, they're America's first virtual gun store out there. What I mean by that is they actually have a 3D setup. They they go through. They take such high quality HD video, uh, HD screens uh, of these uh, of these guns. You could see the dust on the grip if they haven't polished <laughs> the gun. It is amazing. That's and incredible. Hilarious. Yeah, like they've they've redone pictures because they go back through and they're like, oh, there's a hair on that. Uh -oh. Wow, <laughs> that's incredible. They, they make uh, they they sell and broker these things at amazing prices. Sometimes they sell um, used, so mm -hmm. at that point in time, it wouldn't be taxed, right? Not at all. Not at all. Okay, so they sell used and new, and those mm -hmm. new ones would obviously get taxed. But as of right now. They have what they're offering is a Ruger AR556. The price of the package that they're doing is a $1,000 retail package. They're doing it for $670. It includes two extra magazines along with the gun and its, and its original magazine. So you get three magazines. You get the AR, the entire package, uh, $670. Now, normally, Tar River Arms can, uh, can do this. With no shipping and no broker, no uh, and no brokerage fees. On this one, they said they can't do that. So, yeah. Well, but they can. They have to send it. 
though to a licensed dealer. Yes. You and buy so you it, have to pay a twenty five dollar or thirty dollar transfer fee. So it's right. still nothing. Right, but they do they actually pay for that on ninety percent of their weapons. Well, they wow. pay for that up front, which is one that's of the best just, things. Like so the, it's the price you pay is the price you pay. That's incredible. Tartover is what you said. How do you spell Tar it? River Arms. River. Yeah, Tar, Tar River, River Arms dot com. They're here in North Carolina, you know, the Tar Heel State. Oh yes, yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go look at their site when we're done because I, so, I think that's phenomenal. TarRiverArms.com. Let them know that Mojo sent you. Mojo five zero. All right, I will um, do it. So now we know it's twenty three percent, right? Now we know it's twenty three percent. We're get, not done yet. You get rid of the income tax. You do the twenty three percent. We're not is, done yet, though. Okay, what is hang up on. With this prepayment. All right. Here, here's what happens into the fair tax. Okay. We had a choice to make. As you know, in many states, they exempt food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Now, we have a little bit of time, so I'll tell you a story that happened in the 1990s in California when I was living there. Sure. And it illustrates the reason that I did not want to see a tax that exempted anything. We had what we... Uh, lovingly called the Twinkie tax. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the California legislature never saw an opportunity to tax something that wasn't time to act. So what they decided was that food was exempt mm. under the California sales tax. However, if you bought food that was going to become a snack, they would tax it at regular sales tax rates. Boo. So here's what happened. You had people that would go to a 7-Eleven. This was a true story. Mm -hmm. They went to a 7-Eleven, and one day they went, and the clerk sold them a can of peanuts Mm -hmm. and did not tax it because he assumed it was a snack. They went back, and they got the same can of peanuts, different clerk who taxed them. Right. Because he says, you're going to take it home, so... I mean, you're going to eat it before you go home, so it's a snack. Yeah. Because that's what the person was doing. He, in fact, he already had it open. And they literally almost had a fist fight. And it got to be such an egregious thing of defining what was an exempt purchase <laughs> that the legislature finally repealed it because they were literally having fist fights, you know, in terms of people saying this is nuts. Gotcha. And it was nuts. Mm-hmm. So what we said is that we want to tax that is as simple as possible so that there isn't some mechanical <laughs> process that every clerk has to go through. Mm. Come in to buy it, you pay a federal sales tax. Now, how do you approach all the people who say, you know, I don't think you should be charging the sales tax on food. Okay. On um, medical prescriptions, on mm-hmm. whatever. Okay. Okay. So how, how do we, so how do we how, talk about how that? You, how we did it was we said we are going to take and we're going to give everyone a credit, basically, mm. that they can apply any way they want. They can apply it to Tar River guns. They can apply it to milk. They mm-hmm. can apply whatever they want. But for a family of four, we're going to say to them, uh, everything you buy up to 32100 I believe is going to be the number next year is not going to be subject to the fair tax. And you say, well, how do you do that? You give them a card? No. 
What happens is they go in and they make the purchase at the counter and they pay the sales tax. But at the beginning of every month, we send that family what would have been the sales tax on, I'm going to use round off, $2,500 of purchases. Uh-huh. And it goes into their account, goes onto a credit card, whatever they want. So effectively, they're spending government money to pay the sales tax so they personally are not reducing their ability to consume by the fair tax for up to that 32000 Okay. And you, and you look at it and see one of the things that we've – and this was back in the 90s. We debated a lot this because okay. this bill I, I, I would Yeah, I could see yeah, how that would happen. By, by a lot of uh, people who were attorneys and libertarians and different groups. Yeah. Okay. And one of the things, though, that I think carried the day at the end of it was not only is it necessary to do something like this to hope to get it passed in Congress, but the other thing that really became apparent is the kind of people who are getting welfare today and other, you know, the lower income people that would be eligible to get this just like anybody else. You know, it's, it's not a means test. When that money goes in their account, Steve, mm-hmm. it's their money in their minds. Oh yeah. Always. So are they not going to be pissed when they go to the checkout and have to pay 23% sales tax? Well, that's not fair. That's even that's, though that's kind of the that's kind of the understanding, I guess. Um, that that's that's kind of the splitting hairs, right? That's um, when they yep. when they when they get that, they're like, oh well, you know, because they're used to a certain level of things, right? So they're used to one not getting taxed as much in their income income tax, mm-hmm. or not at all in some cases. Like if you have multiple kids and you have a, uh, an income under a certain level, you're not going to get taxed. Not directly. Not directly. Not from I mean, the federal can, government, not through your no, income. You're, you're not going to see it. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to be, if you're working, you're going to be subject to the payroll tax, which right, most always. Americans in the lower groups pay much more than they do income tax because mm-hmm. it is the most single regressive tax there is. It doesn't matter if you have one child, 20 children. It doesn't matter. Everybody pays the same rate from day one. Right. And then it goes away. Yeah, and that's something that they don't they never know about. They they don't even think about. Listen. Yeah. Right. Because that's, that's somehow or other they believe that it's in their retirement. You know, they're going to get it back. Obviously, no. Supreme Court <laughs> has said it's not an entitlement. Mm-hmm. It's a promise it can be changed. People your age, like my daughter, probably believe in they'll get social security about as much as they believe in next week they'll take a ride in a UFO. Because it's that just not real. Yeah, it's just not okay. <laughs> and and likelihood of it being there is pretty small. And you know, even by the various studies, if you continue to fund it mm-hmm. through the payroll tax, because we have a lot of old people like me who are living longer. Yes. Who would be entitled to longer Social Security? Remember when when this was passed, the average person was not expected to live past 65 to collect right and so their entire idea it was it was what you're talking about is an is the ultimate ponzi scheme from the beginning the social security absolutely yeah it was the ultimate ponzi scheme from the beginning we're going to take money from these people we're going to put it in this little little fund they're never going to see it but they're going to think that they're always going to get it 
that they think they have a right, it's out there. If they can just pass that hurdle, which very few people were doing at that time, <laughs> at that time, right. then they're going to be able to receive it. No, it totally was. It was totally a way of getting money. But at least in the early years, they did segregate the money. Mm-hmm. It actually was a trust fund. Yes, when it, it was a trust fund until it got pulled and well, everybody until, started liquidating it. Well, until they decided that they could give a government IOU and borrow the money. It's still a trust fund. Yes. It's just full sure. of government IOUs. Instead not of money. Instead of other assets. You know, right. uh, they don't, you don't want to keep just money. You want to invest it. And that's like, you know, I the fellow in Peru, he said, okay, you know, we're going to make it so that it actually, the money goes into a fund that mm-hmm. participates in the market and they get like 50% to 100% more in benefits in the neighboring countries with the same amount, back with less money going in. Why? Because the other countries are giving them, you know, a very tiny return. Yeah. And so, so what we're talking about is a system which allows us to do something by a pushing a button. You can literally send that money to any of these accounts, to credit cards, to whatever. So we're not adding an administrative burden. People fill out a form at the end, beginning of each year. Mm-hmm. It applies to people with valid social security numbers. Now, that should ring a bell for many of your listeners because, be, yes, yes. because <laughs> a lot of people that are here illegally do not have valid social security numbers. And they also, at this point, are paying almost no taxes. Right. So under this system, everyone who's here, whether they're an immigrant, legal or illegal, whether they're a visitor, Mm-hmm. They'd pay taxes no matter what. Taxes. You go to Europe <clears throat> when you make a purchase. Yeah. What do you pay? You pay their value-added tax. Yeah, you pay their VAT tax for sure. Yeah. Huh? Yes, you definitely because pay their VAT tax. <laughs> whether you and, and you can do this thing, and I've tried it twice just for fun. Mm-hmm. You can at the airport when you leave, you keep your receipts, right. and they have this whole big booth, or they did in Heathrow, mm-hmm. and you go up there and you get these forms and you fill them in. And you put your receipts in the, the envelope. And the idea is, since you're not a resident, they'll refund your VAT tax. Did now, you the last get anything time, back? No, the last time I did it was in 85. Yeah. And I'm still waiting. See, that's the thing. I did it in, <laughs> uh, what was it, 2005. 2005. <laughs> I mm-hmm. went over there and it was Ed Heathrow. And uh, they had the big booth and everything still. And I was just like, no, nah, <laughs> I'm not going to worry about this. <laughs> Well, I, that doesn't make any sense. What is this like? Fifty bucks? Nah. It, was, it wasn't even that back for me. But I wanted to do it just to see what happened. Yeah, you wanted to see so, how it would work. You never got it back. Actually, never you know, got the it only back. thing I got back from that was a scam. <laughs> I got a scam call later on, and really? that's what. Yeah, that's what got me. I got a scam call later on, and that was that. That's what got me. Got me later on. They were saying that they're from Ireland and all this other stuff. Anyway. You know what's not a scam? Charity magnets. See, Charity magnet, Magnets is designed and produced with beautiful, high-quality products. They're, they're for law enforcement supporters and enthusiasts. See, what they do, a lot of their sales, uh, they're, for each sale, a donation is made to the cancer for kids, uh, for the cops for kids with cancer. Cops for kids with cancer. You know, it always screws me up when I say that. Um, which is an organization that's given more than uh, $2.5 million in donations. Uh, CharityMagnets.com uh, and CharityMagnets.org. You use the promo code MOJO and you get $5 off. 
$5 off any of the purchases. They have more than just magnets. They've got keychains. They've got badges. They've got window screens. They've got a ton of stuff. Go to CharityMagnets.com. Figure out what it is. Use the promo code MOJO, M-O-J-O. Get $5 off on the purchase. Steve, I've got it. This is the one thing. I have to hit it before we hit the break, before I say goodbye to you. To me and to many libertarians, telling us that you are going to give people under a certain income a check every month based upon what their average average sales are. Let me stop you. Okay. It's everyone, not people yeah. under. There's okay, no means sorry. tested. Everyone, every American. Everyone, but you know who that who's going to spend a certain thing, right? Well, it doesn't matter. You're going to get it. I'm going to get it as well as the fellow who's you know making minimum wage at Walmart. Gotcha. It doesn't matter. Gotcha. Everybody gets it. Because, again, what we're trying to do – I know you want to say this, yeah, but yeah. what you're try, we're trying to do is make it as simple as we can to collect – attacks and eliminate all of the other crap that goes along with the income tax. I completely understand that. How is it not a universal basic income? Because it's used to pay taxes on purchases that they make. Now, is that part of a universal basic income? Because it increases their, in most cases, Mm -hmm. the lower income people, when you eliminate the payroll tax, you mm-hmm. actually will give them like a, an income, a family making thirty-five grand a year. Right. They'll, they'll actually have increased their ability to consume mm-hmm. by about two thousand dollars. By about two. Because they'll have that much extra. Gotcha. I have to say yes. To me and to many people, it is still a ba- universal basic in, in, basic income. But Steve Hayes, it's been a pleasure having you. I'd love to have you back to dive in a little bit deeper. Thank you, sir. You have Thank a great you very night. much. Appreciate it. Appreciate the tips. Yes, sir. <laughs> At Romica Designs, we're more than just a laser engraving and specialty design company. Much more. I'm Ron Phillips, co-owner of Romica Designs, and if you can dream it, we can probably make it. We can custom laser cut and engrave on nearly all material. Great for one-of-a-kind gifts, home decor, business and specialty items, or personalized and logo designs created just for you or your company. Allow us to become your go-to gift and specialty project partner. Romica Designs can help make your ideas a reality. We're ready to help you design and create that special gift for any occasion or engrave your personal or business logo on just about any product. View our designs at RomicaDesigns.com or simply email us with your ideas. We specialize in custom design and we'd be honored to have the opportunity to discuss it with you. Call us at 817-400-4040, email info at RomicaDesigns.com or visit us on the web at RomicaDesigns.com. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1820. 
855-325-1820. That's 855-325-1820. And we're back with Defenders Live. Ah, gotcha. Still the best stuff. Merry Christmas. And we're back. You're listening to the Defenders of American Exceptionalism. Welcome back, guys. Everybody there. Let's see. Oh, big thanks to Steve Hayes uh, from Fairtax.org. You can go check out their information there, Fairtax.org. By the way, a couple key points. We've got hooded sweaters, guys. Zip up hooded sweaters. It's on the website right now. It's got the Eagle logo on the back. The D-O-A-E on the front. Go check it out. I love them. I ordered two of them, for my, one for myself and one for my wife already um, because I'm really excited. They're fleece-lined, and then there's a lighter version of it, so it's a little less expensive. It's a lighter material, like a windbreaker type of, type of sweater. It's really nice. Go find them. Go check them out. Uh, one other thing. I have been talking to Dylan. This is on the down low. Been talking to Dylan. Man, is he raring to go. He's got a few things to clear up. He's got a couple things just to kind of work out. Man said, keep keep Dylan and his family in your prayers. He will be coming back, God willing. Hopefully, by the beginning of the next year. If not, it'll be very soon afterwards. Anyway, on to bigger and worse things. By that, I mean over to France. You see, here's the headline. Police deploy armored vehicles, tear gas against protesters. Hundreds have been detained. The streets of Paris were filled with thousands of protesters again on Saturday in what became, uh, what has become French President Emmanuel Macron. Every time I, every time I see his name, I just want a cookie. I want a cookie. I don't know why. Biggest challenge as the demonstration grows more intense. It's the fourth rally of the Gilets Jaunes or Yellow Vests. I don't know if I even said that right. I just threw some French accent in there and kind of prayed for the best there. Protesters wearing fluorescent yellow jackets requiring the French law to be in every vehicle. Let me see. The unrest started in November. We already know all that. The anger and everything over the uh, gas prices going up and the oil taxes and everything else. About 8,000 police officers were on the ground in Paris, nearly twice as many as last week. They made hundreds of preventative, preventative arrests following orders to engage with and remove violent demonstrators instead of avoiding direct confrontation as they did last week near the Arc de Triomphe police fired tear gas and grenade uh, tear gas grenades and water cannons to push back demonstrators instead of retreating wait these racists they've used tear gas who's going to stop them Instead of retreating, protesters moved closer once the smoke cleared. The scent of tear gas wafted through the streets, just like the smell of urine in France. It wafts through the streets. 
Video showed protesters being searched by law enforcement for objects that could be used in battle. More than 1,300 people were taken into custody. Um, let me see. Some masked protesters torched barricades and threw rocks in uh, Grands Boulevard shopping district <sighs> across the country. Police. And th- okay, we get it. We get it. Listen, guys. This isn't a necessarily conservative movement. Um, It is a movement against larger government and dictatorial relations and socialist activities. But we do have to keep in mind these people have gone completely violent. Um, And at this point, uh, basically, they're no better than Antifa. Um, Nonviolent protest is always the best protest. The reason why nonviolent protest is always the best protest is very straightforward. Um, it's very simple. Nonviolent protest means that if somebody hurts you, they look like they're idiots and they look like the assholes. Not you. You look like you're sitting there peaceably. You look like you are doing the right thing and being a civil, a civil servant. They look like the dictatorial dicks couple of those for you guys anyway um from france we move from france to italy a little bit closer a little bit to the mediterranean give a little bit of that flair and by flair i mean there's been six dead and dozens injured in a stampede in a stampede at a disco in a stampede at a disco that had people seeing stars and lights because what somebody believed was pepper spray got sprayed into the crowd see the stampede occurred at the Lanterna Azura in Madonna del Piano di Coronado near uh, Ancona a city at the uh, Adrian Coast east of Florence during a concert for an Italian refer- uh, rapper Sfera Abasta that's a good name, guys. That is that is a hard rapper name. Sfera Abasta. That's good times. I love it. Witnesses uh, said that panic ensued when an acrid smell started permeating the disco between midnight and 1 a.m. local time, according to the Italian news agencies. Some compared it to mace or pepper spray. The police officials said they were not ready to confirm those details. By Saturday evening... There were conflicting reports about numbers injured and everything like that. The Associated Associated Press and others jumping at the chance to be the first in line to say something about what's going on. The six people who died, they included five minors and one adult. The adult identified as uh, somebody that we're not going to talk about, um, went to the concert with her daughter. The daughter survived according to the Italian news agency. So that's good. The daughter survived. That's nice. All six who died were crushed after they fell on the ground and were after they were pushed to the ground by the stampede and then trampled because that's what happens to a herd of people who are high and on drugs and at a disco when something bad happens. You mix drugs and dancing and stupidity and alcohol with somebody getting pepper sprayed in the face and a whole bunch of people run around screaming in Italian, and suddenly, 
You have a stampede. Thank you, Dylan. Speaking Italian like a native. I know. It's like I was there or from there. It's, you know, like my parents or family came from Italy or something. Maybe. I don't know. Like French gangsters in Canada? Are there French gangsters in Canada? Does Canada have French gangsters? Oh, I've got to look at this. I've got to look this up. That's going to be... Oh, come on. (sighs) That's okay. That's all right. In lieu of our next story, I want to bring this up really quickly. Saveyourheart.com. Saveyourheart.com was started for one specific purpose. To save your heart, dummy. (laughs) You see, arteries are very flexible, but over time your heart beats. And every time your heart beats, it actually stiffens the muscle just a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. It's the same thing that happens to every muscle in your body. It gets stiff and stiff and stiff and stiff and stiff until you no longer can use it. And then it becomes painful and it swells. And then it gets filled up with things like plaque. At least your arteries do. (sighs) And you know, your body's not getting enough nutrition to make sure that your heart can pump properly. So what have they done? Well, over at uh, SaveYourHeart.com, they're going to pump your heart up. You you guys get it, the joke. You guys get the joke. Anyway... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so they have, it's a supplement system. Okay. It's a supplement system over at SaveYourHeart.org. They've got supplement formulas, essential therapies from the Pauling's essential therapy formula. Basically this, this has helped thousands and thousands of heart patients make sure that their heart, their blood pressure, that everything about them is right on track. This keeps, this keeps your heart regular, pumping properly, keeps them clean, keeps your blood pressure down, your blood sugar down. It helps you help yourself and live a whole lot longer so that you can one day collect those IRS uh, IRS taxes. Use the coupon code MOJO and get 10% off. Coupon code MOJO, 10% off. By the way, they have a six bottle guarantee. If you, one bottle is lasting a whole month. If you, as an individual, use it for six months, and you don't see any, any progress, they'll refund all of your money, 100% money-back guarantee for six full months. Once again, that's SaveYourHeart.com. SaveYourHeart.com. Speaking of saving your heart, see, a 36-year-old man was suffering from chronic heart failure. And recently... By the way, you guys have to go. To, I'm not going to put the picture up because it's not really a family show, but it, I, you got to go to the site. Okay, go to the site and actually look this up. He coughed up a blood clot that looks exactly like the bronchial tubes in his lungs. He was a transplant. Uh, 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 so George... Weisselthriller, a transplant and pulmonary surgeon in the University of California, San Francisco, told The Atlantic, quote, we were astonished. 
it is a it is a curiosity you can't imagine. I mean, this is very, very, very rare. For the New England Journal of Medicine, the man was an ICU patient at the University of San Francisco Medical Center being treated for end-stage heart failure. Go to SaveYourHeart.com, SaveYourHeart.com, use the promo code MOJO, 10% off. (laughs) During the week of the patient's hospitalization, the man had periodic episodes of coughing, which progressed to one extreme coughing fit when he suddenly expelled an unusual clot. After being supplied oxygen via a tube, the man's coughing ceased two days later, leading to the removal of the tube. Unfortunately, even though the coughing ceased, his health looked to uh, to take a turn for the worse. Despite the doctor's best efforts and the assistance of a ventricle device, the man did die of heart failure a week later, probably because he had clots in multiple other areas. But the man had so much buildup so many problems that he literally coughed up what looked to be a part of his lung. My father has experience with this. Just saying. It's not pretty. (laughs) It's just not right. It's not right. But you know what is right? Right on game. You go to rightongame.com Use the promo code MOJO. You get 10% off the brand new game. See, Right on Game is a very political game, but it's to make sure it's a party game that pokes fun of political correctness and liberalism run amok. Let's face it, liberals are offended by literally everything, and they have zero sense of humor, but making fun of them is incredibly hilarious for the rest of us. So, play right on. Mock the progressive left and their fake news counterparts and variety of categories such as race hustler, wussification of America, earth snobs, Islam abomination, Hollywood hypocrisies, campus coding, feminism folly, rainbow games and millennial entitlement and so much more. Why? Why did they make this game? They made this game because mocking the left feels so right. And it's very true. And listen, guys, for Christmas, for the holidays, if you get the game, okay? Once again, get the game and take a video of you playing it with your friends, your liberal family members, and whatnot. And if you do that, Christmas video contest will be in place from January uh, from December 22nd to January 2nd. You can go and you could win an Amazon Echo Show. That's $130 value. And an Amazon gift card for $25 to go buy something else. Go ahead and make the video. They'll be posting up soon where you can post that because it's not going to just be right on dot game uh, right on right on com that that judges this. It's going to be Mojo Team as well. And by the way, the Mojo guys are going to be playing this game and getting drunk while doing it. Go check it out rightongame.com Mojo 50 for the discount. Speaking of dying, what is going on with this? All right. Google software engineer 22 found dead in New York headquarters report. 
a male employee was discovered on, uh, dead on Friday in Google's headquarters in the Chelsea neighborhood of New York City. The man, who I will not name, was 22, was found on the sixth floor of the building unconscious and unresponsive at 9 p.m. Eastern on Friday, by the uh, as reported on the, in the New York Post. He was pronounced dead on the scene. His body did not appear to show any signs of trauma. Police sources told the New York Post he does not have a history of substance abuse problems or any medical issues. Medical examiners will determine the cause of his death. The man worked as a software engineer for the tech giant since August, so he hasn't even been there that long. His LinkedIn pro, uh, page stated he lived in the West Village. I gotta say, between mocking the left and then having Google employees die when they're working and they've only been there for three months, I gotta say, I gotta say, something's fishy is going on at the Googles. I'm not going to go all Matlock on you and get all conspiracy theories. I'm just saying. The Googles own everything. Trust me on that. By the way, if anybody ever says trust me on that, don't trust them on that. That's bad. That is a bad advice. Never trust them on anything when somebody says trust me on this. All right, so... Speaking of conspiracy theories, this is what I want to talk to you guys about. There's a Texas man. This man, which by the way, looks freaking ugly and crazy as all get out, has admitted to kidnapping 79 people just to anally probe them while disguised as an alien. 73-year-old Arnold White was arrested after a joint investigation led by the FBI, the El Paso Sheriff's Office, and the El Paso Police Department originally interrogated about four crimes committed in the region uh, in the region in the 1990s. The retired trucker confessed a total of 79 kidnappings across California, Nevada, New Mexico, anybody, New Mexico, and Texas over a period of 40 years. Mr. White confessed to using a mix of hallucinatory drugs containing LSD and PCP to subdue his victims before approaching them and carrying them inside his truck. Does anybody else have, like, I just... got jello pudding. And you put the, the PCP <laughs> and the LSD. You know, okay, no. And uh, it's not good. Not good for anybody there. So... Um, yeah, it's a terrible, ter- terrible, um, I-, I can't do it. Anyway, in order to confuse his victims even more, he had set up inside of his truck a lookalike operation room and he wore an alien costume. This man is epically wrong. There's something so horribly wrong with this man, but this makes for the best story in a long time. FBI spokesman Daryl Johnson described the abuse that the accused afflicted to his victims as extremely disturbing. He would he would uh, insert his fingers and objects into various body cavities. Uh, He uh, had even created his own sex toy designs to look like alien tools and uh, medical instruments. According to Mr. Johnson, most of the victims were loners. 
and marginals. In fact, uh, a fact that helped Mr. White evade arrest for so long. Uh, he chose victims who were gullible and might fall for his traps. <laughs> traps. Oh, so good. Uh, several of his victims were actually UFO investigators he found hanging out around Area 51 in Roswell. Well, no, duh. No, duh, Mr. Johnson. No, duh. Arnold White now faces a total of 347 criminal charges, including several charges of kidnapping, aggravated sexual assault by the use of drugs, oral copulations by anesthesia or controlled substances, assaults with intent to commit sexual offenses, and possession of controlled substances. He faces... He could face a term of more than 382 years to life. If to no, 382 years to life, it is like, okay, he's not going to live that much longer. He's already 73. Life is literally anywhere between tomorrow and 20 years down the road. Why don't you just... He's in Texas, guys. Just hang him for it. I mean, he's not going to survive like 10 years. Just hang him for it. Don't pay for the food. You know, this is a great story. This is horrible. Horrible. He should never, never, never done this. But at the same point in time, it makes for good, good radio. The 73-year-old was denied bail this morning and will remain in detention until the beginning of his trial in January. I'm sure they're keeping him heavily sedated. (laughs) Tell the story like Shatner would tell it. Oh, if I'd have even thought about telling this like Shatner would have told it. Oh, gosh. I love my dad so much. It's... Oh... So much, so much. Oh goodness, what is going on? I just can't. I'm, I'm. You guys are so great, Mr. Johnson. To tell the story like Shatner. <sighs> how about uh, how about how that Second Amendment work for, works for us? Yeah, I mean that Second Amendment works great for us. It isn't working here for that second. Yeah, no, no, not great. Not great at all. But (laughs) Oh, check this out, guys. (laughs) Before we go, scammers pretending to be university cops are asking students for nudes. That's right, students. Scammers in Kansas claiming to be Fort Hayes Student University Police are asking students to send them nude videos to prove you don't have drugs on your person. The actual FHSU police posted a statement on Friday from Ford County Sheriff's Office telling students, obviously, to not give in to the demands of the caller. Quote, the caller says they're with the Fort, Way, uh, Fort Hayes police and may give the number of uh, and may give the number of an officer Lopez or may not tell you a name. They ask 
that you go to a private location so you have a confidential conversation. Then they ask you to, uh, ask that you search for FHSU police on Google to see that the phone number matches the caller ID. The caller appears to come from the, FA, uh, the FHSU police number. Eventually, they tell you that your name has come up in an investigation and your, per- your personal information has been compromised, possibly being used fraudulently. They may refer to drug investigations and state of origins in the investigation of the Dominican Republic. They will ask for personal account information. They may ask you to send a video, including one of yourself, in the nude. And they state that this is so that they can verify you don't have any drugs in your room or in your person. But if you're in somebody else's room or if you're in a confidential area, you're not in your room. So how are they going to know? I mean, this is where I need somebody else with me. Dylan, I need you back, dude. I need you back. We could do a phone call simulation right now. I mean, how's it going to go? You know? Hello. Uh, yes, this is the, uh, the, 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 the FSU police. Um, your name has come up in a uh, in an investigation, and um, work. Uh, can you uh, can you find a confidential place to go, and then we can talk? Oh yeah, yeah, no problem, no problem, no problem. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, let me let me just ask you a question. Do you know anybody in uh, the Dominican Republic? Um. No. Well, it seems seems like your name has been showing up a lot in the Dominican Republic, and we're just uh, trying to investigate and make sure there's no fraud or anything like that. Let me ask you a question. You got any drugs on you? Um, I thought this was about fraud. Do you have any drugs on you, sir? No. Uh, well, I, I, just, I just can't take your, take your word for it. I'm going to have to ask you to go ahead and take off your clothes, and uh, you're going to have to send me a couple selfies. And uh, possibly a video. Um, make sure you uncover all areas because uh, this is going to be a strip search uh, via phone. Strip search via phone. I'm going to need about 10 different angles. And uh, you're going to have to give me all you got. I want to see the full Monty. <sighs> Go. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, that's almost as good. That's almost as good of a story as the guy abducting people, pretending to be a uh, an alien. I just how stupid do these people think everybody is? I mean, I get it. Not all of us are the top line, but I mean, if you're going to university and you're, uh, I don't know. Actually, I can't say that. Millennials in university currently. If you call, if you get a phone call from anybody, remember the phone number can be faked. Google has this wonderful thing about it. Um, they can come up with any number. It doesn't matter what number it is. They can come up with a number, pull it out of literally anywhere, and you can enter a number and say that it's yours as long as you have a way to 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 set up the contact. Oh, yeah, yeah, Erica, the, the the alien costume guy that's going to jail for like 7,000 years. Yeah, that guy wins the night. He wins the night. But, I mean, come on, guys. Really. Ladies, young ladies out there, if you get a phone call up from anybody asking you to take nudes and send it to them, don't. <laughs>
ever. I don't care if you're on Tinder. I don't care if you're on whatever new dating app is out there. In this hookup community and in in, in what's going on in society today, everybody is socially awkward. And that means however they can get it, they will have, they will look for a chance to get it. And then you know what? It's wrong. It's wrong. Don't send it, ladies. These guys can get nudes anywhere they want. They don't need yours. And you don't want that attention. Anyway. Thank you, folks, for joining me for another Saturday night. It has been amazing. Love you all. Have a great night, folks. Bye-bye. the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo 5-0. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters reporting. A suburban Minneapolis police officer was convicted of two counts of manslaughter and the death of Dante Wright. Kim Potter said she confused her handgun for her taser as an officer tried to handcuff Wright during a traffic stop. Wright's mother, Katie, says she let out a yelp when she heard the verdict. We want to thank community support, um, everybody who's been out there that has supported us in this this long fight for accountability. Outside the courtroom, it was a jubilant celebration. Some held yellow signs that said guilty in large block letters. Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison says to law enforcement, this conviction does not diminish them. It shows the whole world that those of you who enforce the law are also willing to live by it. Prosecutors say Potter faces about seven years in prison, but they will ask for a longer term. I'm Ed Donahue. A new poll says only 31% of potential voters say President Biden represents their ideals. Correspondent Bernie Bennett has more. Republican voters overwhelmingly say former President Trump represents their political views, but Democrats are less likely to say the same of President Joe Biden, and independent voters strongly prefer Trump to Biden. A new national telephone and online survey by Russ Musson reports finds that 31% of likely U.S. voters say Mr. Biden is a politician who represents their political views, while 44% say Mr. Trump represents them. Another 11% say New York Democrat Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez best represents them, while 8% say GOP Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell most represents their political views. Bernie Bennett reporting. President Biden has signed into law a bill to block imports from China's Xinjiang region unless businesses can prove the items were made without using forced labor. On Wall Street, the Dow up by 196 points, the Nasdaq rose 131. More on these stories at townhall.com. Supply line interruptions are definitely here to stay, especially given the incredible talent we have working at the U.S. Transportation Department. However, you don't need to fear these interruptions. You can be prepared. Go to preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com. You want to wake up refreshed like you slept on a cloud? Get yourself the very best in bedding supplies today. You deserve it. Go to mypillow.com. And don't forget our very special promo code, Mojo50, for incredible savings. 
Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past two years. For example, a man-age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man-age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-803-2142. 800-803-2142. 800-803-2142. That's 800-803-2142. After a long, hard night, I am exhausted. I need something that will stimulate me. That's why I start each day with Ron's sexual chocolate. It really gets me off to work. Find the flavor that stimulates you and gets you off to work at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Bring up the holy hand grenade. One, two, five. Freezer. Three. Arm yourselves, America. This is Defenders Live. Listening to a very special best of Defenders Live. No, seriously. There really is a best of. What do you mean you don't believe me? It's real, I'm telling you. It's every bit as real as Santa Claus. Yes, we will. If you insist, we'll do that that way. Yeah, I think that works. We'll, 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 okay. Well, that's right. it. What? what? I, no, are you, is that not is that a problem? I mean, no, it's not a problem. I I just honestly that was not I hadn't even looked at that. But it's one. funny. No, it is. It's really good. It is. I give you that. I just I was <laughs> going to go a different route there. I was thinking I was torn between two other completely different ones, but that's fine. We'll we'll go with that. Hi guys. Hi everybody. Welcome Hi. to the show. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Hey. Greetings and salutations. <laughs> Many happy those, turns of the day. <laughs> all those things. Oh yeah. By the way, guess what? Yay, and verily, she was sick. And now she is saved. And she is healed and here to tell of her tale. Her oh, near-death experience. and Miming almost, because I... Lo- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, are you there? I can't see. I'm blind. I've lost yeah, my left pink toe. Symptom blindness. Temporary blindness. <laughs> Temporary blindness. Ah, nose blind. You so, went nose blind for sure. So I you, you did. I'm still not fully nose regular. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to work that I out. I don't either. Know. That's not a, 
That's a little off there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you did, you, you're officially a statistic now, right? I know. You are part of the 99.7%. Congratulations. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. I worked really hard to be one of the 99.7. One of the numbers. Yeah. (laughs) One of those numbers. Yeah. At exactly. least you're not the point three percent. Recovered numbers. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're not one of the point three percent. The alternative job. would be kind of crappy. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry. So. so okay, everybody wants to know because mm-hmm. let's be honest. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. You're like the the closest connection person I know that had yep. that is is had supposed confirmed case of yeah. COVID. So I was lying. It's not a confirmed. <laughs> it's just a. Posed. <laughs> you just didn't want to preach last week and you're just like, this is my only out. This is all I can do. So you know what? Everyone else is using it. I might as well do it. Yeah, too. you got sick. Keith had to stay home and quarantine. And- yeah. <laughs> he wanted a vacation. and mm-hmm. Which he didn't even yeah. get a vacation, did he? Because he was still on the, the do it everything else, just satellite. Yeah. Yeah. Just satellite. Yeah, just working from home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but who's, I mean, let's be honest. If I If you have to work, who doesn't want to work from home. Well, it depends. I would love to work from home. It I depends. Would. That's true. Depends if, on what we're doing. If you're, where. If you're from a, home for the most part yeah. right now, like during COVID mm-hmm. um, and not during personal COVID, but just like the. <laughs> <laughs> Good save. During the real COVID. Good During save. the real COVID. Um, and there are real benefits to working at home, mm-hmm. but there, it's also really nice to go in. Like I go in a couple times a week to record or, or mm-hmm. whatever. And, and, uh, or, you know, in-person worship when I'm allowed. And, um, and so, uh, it's really nice to, to be there just, you know, change of scenery. Right. Yeah. That does make sense. That makes coworkers makes perfect sense. But really, did you test, did you test the severity of nose blindness? Yes. Like how severe are we talking? Like, did, were you able like go to a place where you could not stand the smell and just, it didn't affect you or what? Yep. Yep. So, okay. I don't know how like TMI, like. Not nah, do it. Go on. <laughs> hey, we've had Izzo on the show. There's, there's nothing no you can nothing. do. It's really yeah. an open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing. Pretty that, open forum here. bar is really high. You're, okay. yeah. You'll never reach it. I promise. Uh-uh. Okay. Not, so. Not so, with your background. Tuesday, Tuesday night, you know, I was, I was on and I said, oh, I've got this stuffed nose, stuffed nose, like a little bit of a cold coming mm-hmm. on. And we talked yeah. about, oh, yeah. drink this, 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 mm-hmm. you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. And that was fine. Well, that evening I had had asparagus for dinner. Mm-hmm. And so after the show, I got ready for bed and I was climbing in bed and I went, oh, that's weird. I guess, I guess I just didn't really, you know, the asparagus didn't affect me like it normally does, gotcha. <laughs> you know. I understand it, completely. completely. Yes, yes, got it. Okay. Right like, there with you. Check. Yeah. Because <laughs> you, you know, you can, there, I was gonna say, there are supposedly, there's certain ways you can have asparagus, certain age of asparagus, that kind of thing, that it doesn't have And there's also, adverse like, there are so much. certain people that actually do not have the gene to where it makes it smell. Yes, that's true too. So like, the, it, you know, really? you never yes. know. You there, never know. There's a small percentage of people that do not have that. They can eat asparagus all they want and it doesn't change it. Nice. Wow. I always crack up when I'm, when I forget that I've eaten asparagus and then I go and pee and I'm like, whoa, oh, that's right. <laughs> that was really strong. You're, oh. in pub- you're in a public bathroom. Forget this. You're with somebody. You come walking out here. Oh my God. Somebody. Whoa. whoa. 
and you are the somebody, but you I think forget. they scared themselves. That's hilarious. So I just, I was like, well, that's weird. So then I got up in the middle of the night to pee and, uh, and I washed my hands and I thought, well, that's weird. I don't smell my soap. And then I went, huh? Oh, huh? So then I went back to sleep. <laughs> I got up in the morning and then I started testing everything like <laughs> essential oils. Can I taste my so coffee? Hmm. I, well, and that was one of the things I, I was like, this does, I can't taste this really. Huh. And it's my APR. <laughs> and you want to taste yeah. it. I want to taste it. Well, one of my favorite things of getting the APR coffee is opening a new bag yes. of the George Washington Carver and just <sighs> mm-hmm. the wafting. Smelling it. Yes. I mean, I take a big whiff, like even when it's an already open bag, I'll, I will just, you know, that's like part of my coffee routine, like yep. smelling all the beans. And <laughs> so I couldn't, it was weird. Um, and so I was just testing everything and, and I, I, texted Keith and I was like, Hey, so I can't smell or taste anything. <laughs> I think I'm going to go in for a test. <laughs> See, I, I'm, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. If I woke up tomorrow and couldn't taste anything, I'm going to, well, I might now, but I would not have thought for a second. Well, I really even wouldn't. like the, the symptom du jour though. Like that's been, my pillow. what? There was a, <laughs> he actually had a feather on the back of his was neck. A feather on your back? I'm molting. Okay? Yeah, I'm molting. Leave shedding. me alone. Thing. That's awesome. So, um, <laughs> we're not here to talk about my molting problems. We're here to talk about you surviving COVID. <laughs> yes. So I couldn't, uh, or I knew I had heard like, um, no smell, no taste, no smell, no taste. That's like a, sign right now of COVID. It's, it's weird how there are just different symptoms that pop up at different times. Mm -hmm. I had not run a fever at all. No. So I was like, well, okay. So I went in and the nurse practitioner, she was so funny. She came in, um, after my test got done and she said, so have you been directly exposed to COVID? (laughs) I said, not that I know of. And she said, well, cause you're positive. It was like, well, thanks. Well, but why would you? Why would you ask? I was gonna say that's a kind of a weird question to ask because in this day and age, with the way everything's going, right? I mean, you're not going to knowingly put yourself in front of it. Mm-hmm. I would I think. Have no clue when I'm exposed to the flu. That's what I was getting ready to say. But you never know the flu. You never know when you get the cold. You never know. You know, and anything. we've all been that parent where you you know take your kid to a birthday party you come home and a couple hours later they spike a fever and you go oh crap Mm -hmm. and then it turns out that they had strep and you took them to a birthday party and you didn't realize it until you have to call the parents and say hey guess what i'm (laughs) sorry and then you could trace it back yeah there's no way of tracing this back and uh, weren't we talking about this the other day covid parties yes yes we, we, we briefly just have COVID parties. We just briefly bounced that around anyway, but you were like, but, and, and, and just for the, the clarity of you have a grimace on your face. (laughs) <laughs> when we said that she's like chicken pox parties it's not funny i know i know i know <laughs> she still's not she's not into it um <laughs> i don't i am i am not i'm not at all like i wasn't um i i, I talked to someone a couple you can't months say ago that you were asymptomatic that- because you had symptoms i was i felt like i had a head cold or allergies 
Yeah. Right. Exactly. I felt the exact same as I do when I have a cold or allergies. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, that stinks, but you know, it's getting to be cold and flu season. So that's what I'm saying. I, I don't know. Cold. That's why I'm saying. I don't know if, if, uh, if I were to suddenly come down with no smell and no taste, I probably during this time of year right now, I'd be the same way. I'd be like, it's just a cold. It's just, it's, it's just whatever. something, whatever, mm-hmm. um, you know, as long as I'm not, as long as, as long as a little temperature thing, when I go into work, doesn't ding, I'm going to be at work and it is what it is. You know, right. that's how right. it goes. Well, and so I've, I've thought, oh my gosh, you know, and <clears throat> I felt bad because, uh, I had been praying. Well, I didn't, as I told my congregant, I love her, but I had prayed with this, congregant on Sunday and we were mm-hmm. a little closer than six feet. Right. I called her and I said, Hey, you know, I, I have to let you know, I tested positive and, and I was in close proximity with you 24 hours before my symptoms started. Mm-hmm. Um, but I need to let you know, you know, for this whole quarantine thing, whatever I said, but you know, and I'm really sorry if I exposed you to COVID, but I just can't apologize for praying with you. Well, the, <laughs> yeah. you realize what that was, right? That phone call was, right? Hmm. That's that's the same type of phone call that people go. I'm. Just, I just called and let you know that I tested oh. positive for AIDS for <laughs> HIV. It's and the we, same uh, call. We uh, did the. Yeah, I was know. there praying with you when you got COVID. It's the same thing as yeah. When last week when we were doing the do, yeah, yeah I found out well, I have uh, you AIDS. know the thing. Uh, you might want to go get yourself tested. <laughs> <laughs> that's. That's what it it's leads. the go get oh tested. Gosh. I love you, but go get tested. <laughs> wow, I just it just popped into my head. I'm sorry. That's it's, funny. No, yeah, 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 yeah. So, true. so I, I just none of my symptoms were bad. None of them were um, horrendous. the The weirdest one was no smell, no taste, and they said, you know, that can last four to six weeks. And I'm already starting to get it back. So Yay. I started getting my smell and taste back the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, which is kind of bizarre, but, Mm -hmm. uh, and I, it's not everything, but we, I tested no chemicals, no soaps, fingernail polish. I still can't smell fingernail polish. Um, that's a good, let me think here. Uh, my dog's breath couldn't, that's a really good, that's a great thing. Well, and the, the funny thing is, is that she gets really gassy if she has eggs. There's don't we all <laughs> wait, wait, Sorry. wait, that's not a, don't we all? that's a normal thing, right? I thought that was a normal <laughs> thing going on. I didn't think that, that was just dogs. Mm. I, I thought that yeah, was, I thought dogs. it was everybody. That's people, especially deviled eggs. Yeah. That's, that's why they're well, deviled. It's, not all <laughs> it's one of the, they taste delicious. They have a, a terrible ending. That's, that's all that no, is. That's I, why they're I, deviled. I, no, I personally come from the understanding that they they smell the same way they do going in as they do coming out. Oh no, it's definitely not. It is to me. Oh, that's weird. It is to me. That oh, is the most nasty. Deviled eggs to me are the nastiest things next to eggnog. I can't. I can't do it. And my got, dad loved them. I've God got, bless his I've heart. I've got some eggnog in the fridge. I know. Mm. I do too. I, so good. My dad loved egg until the day he died. He was a devil egg eating fool, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't do it. Huh? I can't do it. Uh, right. You know, to each their own. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue with it. Yeah. But you know what? Because uh, well, so, I so tried. The dog. I said, you know, mm-hmm. she, she had had some scrambled egg. Yeah. That day, and I said, she really should be sleeping with me tonight. And sure enough, <laughs> she didn't sleep with me. But sure enough, she woke my daughter up a couple times with her smell. <laughs> I, was I don't. And you were like, I don't. Kind of I don't get anything because I also couldn't tell, like. If I stunk, 
you know, yeah. like if my underarms, if I needed more deodorant or something, cause I couldn't smell my deodorant. I couldn't smell my own self. Scent. It was yeah. weird. That is that weird. It could be weird, I guess. I, Although <clears throat> I would just always err on the side of caution there. Yeah, I do. I did. So you're saying just be sure? Yeah. <laughs> to a degree. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, it's not like it's arid under there. That's so. true. You want to make sure you're smelling like, you know, Irish Spring. That's right. <laughs> oh, we could go on and on and on, wow. but we're not going to. <laughs> the The weirdest side effect that I didn't realize I had until until I realized I had it was, um, which I know that's, okay. dark, dark, dark. Go ahead. um, I didn't have any notable loss of energy or lack of energy. Right. Um, which was good because I've heard of people just like having absolutely no energy. What was weird was that I didn't, I couldn't mentally focus on anything. Uh. I felt like a zombie as far as that goes. Cause I thought, well, I'm home and I'm not really working, working. So COVID made you ADD. maybe I can get some, some, a lot of reading done or a lot of, you know, whatever, but it, it not possible. It was weird. I would start, if I concentrated on anything too hard, like I would still do my morning devotions. And at the end I kind of have a headache because I was concentrating. Yeah. You were so. forcibly concentrating instead of just like passively. Yes, I'm doing this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if I had to, or if people so kindly were texting me and checking up on me and, and I had to concentrate to try to answer back. <laughs> so, really? So you're saying that it did actually have a cognitive issue. Yeah, it did. Which surprised me. Or I'm mm. just a dick. It could have been that too. To play when I'm sick. Well, no, no. So that's the funny thing. You, you say that, but um, apparently uh, in the younger generations that have had it, they're saying that after they got COVID, and this has been like multiple people now, they got COVID months ago, and it's now months later, and these ladies haven't had a visit. Really? Hmm. Really. Interesting. Right? I haven't heard that. I have. I've That's seen new. multiple, That's multiple new. things of this. Huh. Where people are like, uh, it's been three week, three months and uh, not pregnant. <laughs> it's like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Weird. All I heard was one week now for bare naked ladies. It's <laughs> been <laughs> one week since you looked at me. <laughs> Cocked your head to the side and said I'm crazy. I'm yeah, sorry. I know. It's, so good. I, I know. it's all right. It's fine. It's Tuesday. This is what we're That's here really for. Funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but no, so that's funny that, that you would have that issue. Um, it made you ADHD. Little bit. Hmm. And I'm not fully recovered from that. <laughs> it's going to haunt you for Squirrel. the rest of your life. I, I tried to get, like, I'm trying to catch up on emails for work uh-huh. and trying to get work done. And I am just like, I mean, I can do a little bit and then I have to step away. Uh-huh. I can do a little bit more then I have to step away. And it's just bizarre. So small, little breaks, How little bizarre. breaks, Victor. How bizarre! How bizarre! How bizarre. Dun, dun. How bizarre. <laughs> Ooh, baby! Ooh, baby! So you're just knocking them out of the park with these That's '90s right. references. Yes. Good, Good lord! Yes, '90s and early 2000s. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but I feel good. 
See that? I mean, and again, and that's good. That's good. I because I, <laughs> I I know well. It, I, I I'm convinced that I had. I don't know what I had. Mm-hmm. Last you year. you had to have had it. Last like, year. you almost died. Yeah, no, and it because it hit fast for me and hard. Something. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. I was at work, and I'll never forget this. So I, I so. Steve and I were we we were carpooling at the time and a roll we rolled in and everything was fine. That morning was fine. Yep. And by about noon, I'm I, I felt like I got hit by a truck. I mean, I mean was it was dying. that instant. It went from just being like this to I could I couldn't keep my eyes open. I my Ow. head hurt, everything in my body hurt. By two o'clock, I'm sitting in a chair in plastics. I'm like, write me up. I don't care. I'm not doing another thing. <laughs> I'm gonna sit here until stick because Steven was my ride. I, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna sit here until he's done and I don't care. I don't feel good. Leave me alone. <laughs> and this was before, you know, all the stuff. Yeah. And I did. I, I limped home. That was the longest drive from his house to mine mm. I'd ever been. I mean, it was, I was doing 20. Maybe, he was, he was, I was out. I was leaning over and Minimum I was three days. Verdict. Yeah. Well, I, well, that's what I'm saying. I got home and I took a shower. Uh, and I took like a drink, like a fourth of a bottle of NyQuil and I climbed into bed under a boatload of sheets and blankets and I slept for two days and then <laughs> woke up. That was probably COVID. Well, I was gonna say, well, but when I woke up, I mean, I did wake up between that, but by, yeah. by the next day I was feeling a, a little better by day two, the end of day two, going into day three, I was, I was ready to go back to work. I was like, I'm good. I can, I can manage. I was still kind of dragging, but, and by that point it was already the weekend. So I right. made it through and and then after that, by Monday, I was like, like nothing had happened. Yeah, it didn't never happen with it. So I don't know. I, I bet that was. It's it, possible. This, is, this was what, like February-ish? No, no, no. no this no. was like January. January, January? Okay. yeah. No. Okay. Late December, early January, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Okay. I think that's, and you hear of reports of people saying, well, probably was over here before February or March. We just didn't really have. Maybe any. it was January, January or February, somewhere around in there. But yeah, and it was, but it was quick. And like I said, and we talked about it last night. Like I don't, I don't get the flu shot because yeah. every time I've ever gotten a flu shot, I, I would be down for a very long time. Right. Um, but I, 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 so I chucked it up as just, you know, the flu. The flu. Cause mm-hmm. I will on occasion get it and then I'll be down like, just like that. I'll be down for a day okay. or two and I'm, right back up and ready to go. And I'm guessing I've been asymptomatic. It's possible. I'm guessing. Yeah. That's I've possible. Been asymptomatic, which also means I don't pass it along. Right. <sighs> Good for you. Yeah. For you. At least you, you know, the yep. buck stops with you. That's right. Stops I- right here. Oh, no. Maybe you gave it to Carrie over the phone. Over, over the phone. The, over uh, the, over she the caught the a virus off her computer. Oh, ah, oh that would have been you then. Uh, that's true. I am the AI. <laughs> wow. That's awesome though. Like, yay, you're here. Yay, you're alive. And yay, you just, t- you're the good. only thing that, the only thing that ever confused me though about the whole thing was the whole, well, you can't smell and you can't taste. Well, yeah. they always say that most of your taste comes from smell, smell anyway. So if you can't smell so and you I can't taste. taste. I could taste if something was sour, like, like I could taste, okay, this is sour. And it would make my jaw kind of yeah, the, clench. I could taste if it was bitter. I could taste if it was like those big, the, the taste buds. The really the base, powerful baselines. Yeah, the baselines, not like. Sweet. Yeah. 
spicy, bitter, like those I could taste. But no nuance. But yeah, but you couldn't. No flavor. No yeah, nuance. Yeah, you couldn't taste anything. something and go, I can taste the nutmeg and the vanilla. And oh, the- oh gosh, no. I'm, I'm still struggling a little bit to do that. Uh, Any of that mess. Well, at least you didn't lose the bases. Right. Like that's that. Because that, that, when I was, I was hearing it, I thought it was like everything. Well, it's, you know. it. It depends. So like well, one, so of my, that coffee one of the that meals sh- that I would eat, I would I would slice up cucumber and put tuna on it. Uh-huh. And I, I I liked that for the texture, like the crunchy cucumber. So I, I said, you know, I was eating and tasting the textures a ton. Uh, more than anything else. More than anything else. I was eating for texture. And I think my dad, I, Ezra, my our son made chocolate chip cookies. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, oh, I was on the phone with my dad and, I said, oh, oh, I think I've got a cookie coming, you know, and, and he's like, if you can't taste anything, why are you putting, why are you eating anything that's bad for you? And I was like, well, but it still tastes good. I don't know how to. Because <laughs> your, your brain can associate. I remember what this tasted like. Your, your brain associates cookie with. Mm. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And I made ginger snaps and the, the texture of it was. All that good Very stuff. Very good. Yes. Well, again, it's, it's good that you 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 got it. You've made it through the the, the devils, the the lion's den. Yep. yep, yep, yep. Come out on the other side. Mm-hmm. Yep. Seventh level of hell. Whatever you want to. Well, you know, not that far. Whatever yet. analogy you want to call it. That bad for me, and I know that it hits everyone a little differently, but. Honestly, like the flu has been way worse to experience. Yeah. And you are not in the age range that it would actually be dangerous for you. So, I mean, it makes sense that it doesn't hit you as hard. And to, to, to fully, uh, and you're healthy. Yeah. To round all this out too. This wasn't like you were out, you know, you, you wore the masks, you did precautionary things like they've told you to do and you still got it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. in yeah. your face, CDC. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, again, but I, we're glad that you're better and not Me too. on Thanks. the other side of things and yes. everything Me too. else. All that just for the first half. I know. We actually have stories coming up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Yay. Uh, it's great. We'll get to those. It's going to be huge. Huge. All right. Huge. Right after this. Why have thousands of aspiring authors teamed up with Christian Faith Publishing to publish their book? Because Christian Faith Publishing is an author-friendly publisher who understands that your labor is more than just a book. We provide authors freedom and flexibility throughout the publishing process, professional book editing, award-winning design, and some of the highest royalty structures in the publishing industry. And as always, you will retain 100% of the rights to your book. I was looking to find a company that I could trust, one that assisted in the editing process completely. The most important qualities that I was looking for was a publisher who was honest and upfront. No hidden costs or fees and owning the rights to my own work. Christian Faith Publishing will publish, market, and sell your books in all major bookstores, online booksellers, as well as specialty Christian bookstores. Call for your free author submission kit. 800-978-4812 800-978-4812 That's 800-978-4812 
Patriotically correct. There's bad people in every profession, right? There's bad Domino's delivery drivers, bad auto mechanics, bad this or that. We're not going to compare law enforcement to any other profession any longer on this program because here's why. You cannot compare the occupation of a police officer to the occupation of anywhere else where there are bad apples. There's no way that there's this systemic racism within that field. There is no profession in the world that goes through more excruciating background checks, psychological evaluations, polygraph examinations. Backgrounders go to every city that they've ever lived in, every job that they've ever worked. They talk to first grade teachers, neighbors, associates, possible associates. There are not a whole lot of bad apples in the law enforcement community. They're just able to slide through that. And through these interview process, you know, this, the dissection of their social media accounts and their Twitter, and it's all there. It's, it's there forever. And to insult them by comparing them to other professions, I'm just not going to tolerate it on this show anymore. Weekdays, 5 p.m. Eastern on Mojo 5 we wish you a Merry Christmas. Oh, hi. Yeah. Um, Festo, Defenders Live. Last half hour. I think it's time to blow this thing. Get everybody in the stuff together. Okay, three, two, one, it's jam. You know... What that song needs is a bit more cowbell. That's <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. Now we can thank you, folks. That's it. Good night. That's, uh, done. Yes, yes. <laughs> we're done for the night. Wrap it in a box and put it away. That's it. Oh. Cowbells done. Exactly. What more do you need? I know. It's a that well. I know. It's crazy. Every time I try to do that, I just sound like a mentally handicapped. <laughs> I do. Yeah, you really do a good Christopher Walken. Oh, it's yeah. Impressive. yeah. Yeah, you do pretty good there. Do pretty good there. <laughs> yeah, it's just a problem that uh, eventually it bleeds just straight into straight New Yorker. It does. Thinking, uh, Which is, oh, I mean, funny. I think he's from that area. No, he's from Jersey. Well, he's, he's from, from the area. Queens. Queens, whatever. That's still New York. Same, so it's the same thing. Same thing. It's in that area. <laughs> it's in that vein. <laughs> that New York. But nobody talks like him. No. Nope. No one. It would be funny to meet his family. Did you ever see the SNL? Yes. Where he meets all of his family and all of his family look and sound exactly like, like him. him. No, it's everybody. It, oh, yeah. No, it's. it's you it's, have to find it. It's um, Christopher Walken and his it's, family. It's Christopher Walken family reunion. It's like Christmas. I think it's what it's called. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And so obviously Chris is do, is in there as him, and he's you know okay. just Chris being him talking and, like Chris. And every single uh, <laughs> SNL actor, actor yeah. SNL actor, and some of them from past that can that have that been actually known know for, how to do it. That, yeah, have done his voice and done it well. Mm. All come in as family. <laughs> Like even, even, even even the females are doing female versions of Christopher Walken. Yes, yes, yes. That is awesome. It was so good. He had one guy, he had like a gay nephew and he comes out. So he's him, but with flamboyant. So it's like, <laughs> hey, but I'm like, hey, <laughs> right. You can't, I, I told you. I told you. He's a sound handicap. It's, it's, it's not right. He just sounded like Timmy from, <laughs> from South Park there. <laughs> Jimmy. Oh, okay, this I have is... it written down. <laughs> Christopher Walken family reunion. Anyway. It's like a very weird 
paper of of notes though because it's got oh, SNL it's- Christopher Walken family two cream cheese squirt of sour cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it has the it has the so I, I told her how to make the cream cheese uh, pie that I made oh yeah. okay so it kind of runs all into one list that's and- perfect and you can call it the the Christopher Walken family, family reunion. reunion. Yeah, it's good. That's what the, I think that's the what we need to call, call it, it from now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so if anybody ever what wonders. Are you, what are you making there? Christopher Walken family reunion. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really long name for a pie. It's all these different what things. What does it have to do with Christopher Walken? Not a daggone thing. Just <laughs> nothing. <laughs> we were looking nothing for something outside the box. All the other good names were taken. So yeah. Chris, we call it Chris for short. <laughs> I can't. Anyway, I can't. And what's bad is every time I hear somebody do that, when my brain goes, "Oh, I could do that," <laughs> and you want to, and I desperately want to, and then I know the moment I open my mouth and do one thing, I feel like I should be wearing a helmet, and not playing sports. Oh, like it's God. that kind of bad. <laughs> Well, now I kind of feel like you need to do something. It's like when he does Russian. It oh, yeah. No, it's, it's a like bad my, idea. My Russian sounds nothing like Russian It whatsoever. sounds almost Middle Eastern, sort of Indian, but not quite. Actually, I, I figured it out. I think my Russian, if, if I could give it an actual description, <laughs> is kind of Middle Eastern, you know, yeah. Arabic meets... Mm-hmm. Uh, German. I was gonna say. Well, I was gonna say. Well, rural like Scottish. <laughs> it's just really weird. <laughs> you know, two cultures that have nothing to do with each other should never be together at all, mm-hmm. ever for any reason. Oh, and yet, so it's like the Starburst commercial of the oh, uh, the yeah. Korean Asian, the Korean Irishman. <laughs> the Korean Irishman. You, you never, never saw the Starburst com- commercial? Okay, write it down. It's another commercial. It was so funny. Because they're sitting there in front of a castle in kilts, and they're from they're Koreans, but, but they're, they're in from they're living and have full. They've been there apparently forever. Full, Ireland, yeah. The Irish is so funny. It's okay, good so it's the SNL Christopher Walken family <laughs> recipe Starburst Korean Irishman. There you go. But no, so it's a funny thing that you mentioned Scotland because we have a story from Scotland. We do. I was actually. Oh, is an intentional even, segue. Uh, it's a good time. It's a good time. I've, it's almost like I've done this before right. for well, like yeah, four years. Scotland's And Catholic, I sent you the letter. Yeah, the, right, the, 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 the letter. He sent me a letter, guys. It was. <laughs> I put Is this the, did you send this out earlier yes. in the week? Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. I just need to find it, but yes. It's okay. So Scotland's Catholic bishops have raised concerns that the Bible could fall foul. Not foul. Foul. Foul, you say. Of controversial new hate crime legislation. Not in Scotland. In Scotland. Well, they're doing everything else out there that's weird. It's true. Uh, The Catholic Church voiced fears. It's, quote, understanding of the human person, including the belief uh, that sex and gender are not fluid and changeable, could uh, could also be criminalized. I have... Appreciate it. If I'm understanding this correctly, mm-hmm. the Catholic Church is saying they're worried that they're going to now be against come the under law. criminal mm-hmm. penalty. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That the word of God will come under penalty. Right. Yes. Which the only thing you would really need to be worried about that is is because okay for for this to honestly be held up. Right. And let, uh, now, okay, say the only mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Unless this is obviously an intentional way to get rid of it. And in Scotland, I wouldn't Don't think see that, that very much. That would be 
it is still very heavily, you know, Catholic ran. So I, well, we'll held heavier than, than anywhere else. Anyway, it's like saying New York is Catholic. No, it's not. No, <laughs> who the hell says that? Nobody says that. Well, Catholic, no. New York's Jewish. Let's get it right. <laughs> no, well, well, we got another story honestly, about that. Like New York, it in the in the Northeast, there were a. It was very very Catholic. Yeah. Right. Yes, yeah. it was, and that's true. And and I think that the a lot of the I, I don't think you're far off with the whole you know like that's like saying New York is Jewish because there are there are a lot of. Uh, Jews. Jews. Yeah, I was trying to think <laughs> if I was going to be offensive there or not. No, there's <laughs> yeah, a lot of Jewish folk. But um, yeah, a lot of a lot of Jews and a lot of Catholics who are of culture only. Like yeah, right. Jewish by culture, Catholic yeah. by culture. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of practicing yes. Catholics. Yeah, there's a lot of Orthodox out there. But yeah. I was going to say, like, in order for this to actually be a, a thing a big thing to worry about. It would be if they turn around and would apply this to any of the other religions across the board. You know what I mean? Because, because not for nothing, Islam has the same similar no, no's about homosexuality and and everything else to the extent that they still kill them today. A lot of them do. You know what I mean? So if, if it's a bad thing, you have to pick and choose what is the, the, the bigger, um, underling or the bigger uh see this is where my covid brain is kicking in so, <laughs> welcome to my world right that's the how adhd is. is bad uh-huh. it is strong so what is one. the more what is the more difficult uh minority to overcome or more minority aspect to overcome so right. like if i'm a woman i have that going for me but i'm not of a different race than you're still white. white. Yeah. I'm still white. And so that I have against me. Um, I am American, so I have that against me. But Mm -hmm. if I were like from another country here, even if I were white, I would still benefit from being a foreigner. If that makes sense. Right. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm with it. I just, I don't know. There's a part of me that, that I get where they're coming from. Like this is, this is they're they're just sounding the alarm that this could possibly become something bad. This is a slippery slope. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. mm-hmm. Now we all know in America how wonderful slippery slopes are. They don't exist. And how useful they are. I mean, they're nowhere. I yeah. Mean, it's we've never, never been seen, a problem. we've never, never been a problem at all. Never, never I, have I ever seen a slippery slope ever in so my life. I was... <laughs> This actually fits a little bit with what I'm getting, what, what the story kind of goes mm-hmm. with. About yeah. that. So, and, and, but it's still a tangent, so it still fits the show. Right. Um, it is Tuesday. You, you know, you know, um, Ellen Page. Yes. Okay. Oh, you mean the one you, that the him shit? I think the I'm very thing. offended. It's not Ellen Page. It's anymore. Elliot. It's <laughs> Elliot Page. Okay. Here's my. I'm co- offended. I've got a nephew named Elliot. I, well, you can be offended on that. I'm just confused about this because my argument when I heard this, I, I, I thought I thought that you know you were inherently transgender. You knew this from the beginning. Yeah, you don't just choose it. You yeah, you don't just kind of pick it's it. It's not something you decide so, on. So how is it that she went from no, I'm a lesbian to no, no, I'm really just a guy? Like you can't do. Right. Like I thought that was not possible. I thought transgenders knew everything from the beginning. I mean, I was once a guy trapped in a woman's body, and then I was born. Anyway. <laughs> Um, no, 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 that was, no, I like, 
rim shot was better. Okay. I liked it better. No, I just, it just fascinates me. I just, I read a story on that today and I don't know why, I guess I read it just for this. Hey, blame, it on, blame it on COVID. Blame it on the no rain. <laughs> but it was weird to read in the one article, read her um, progression from, yeah. you know, dating men mm-hmm. from what I can tell mm-hmm. to yeah. different girlfriends to, well, I'm actually a lesbian to, well, I'm queer to, well, I'm queer and I'm trans and look, I'm really just a guy. Yeah. And that's, and that's, that's what I'm saying. Like I thought How all of this was, there? that's, that's what I wondered. Like I thought all of this was inherent from the beginning. I, I thought this was, a they no just were so. in denial or hiding it because of family or because of society or whatever. Well, sure. Also very interesting because she even commented on um, how even with the joys that she has in coming to this full realization, uh-huh. her joy is still, or her emotions are still fragile. Excuse me. Excuse and me. so, is. and she talked about the, um, the high suicide rate right. in the trans community yes. and all of the, I mean, it was really interesting because she's naming all of these very serious and real issues, issues yeah. that plague that community. But it also can be really found in the rooted, um, the rooted problem of I'm not comfortable in my skin. And so I'm going to go ahead and diagnose myself as I'm in the wrong skin, but that's not solving the problem. Right. You know, that's it, it, people in the trans community are still killing themselves or trying to because they still don't feel right. Yeah. Well, uh, hold on. Okay. Do you know how long it takes most people to feel comfortable in their own skin? Yeah. It's called puberty. And then let's see, how old am I now? <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> you change. I'm sorry. Yeah. I've, I've, you you grow and change throughout your lifetime. It's up to you to decide if you want to be comfortable with yourself. And if you're not, you can change things about yourself. But or why get change, over it? Why do the most damaging thing and change the physical portion of yourself like that with surgery? And why do that instead of changing your mindset or changing the way that you the, the way that you look at yourself? Why not change that instead? Well, I mean, because that's harder because it's not instant because it doesn't. It's not instant to go get surgery either. It takes six months of healing. Yeah, but at least, but at least as you're laying there bandaged and bleeding and can't move and everything else, you're like, oh, look, I have a thing now. Yay. That's, it's there. You can't see it. And then you spend the next six months trying to figure out, whoa, what? (laughs) I know. You're going to also, when you're, when you're deflecting the emotional and, and anyone who feels uncomfortable in their skin deeper than just the regular I'm in puberty or I'm sure I don't, yeah. you know, I want to lose 10 pounds or whatever it right. is aside from that, um, or gain, you know, muscle mass, whatever. Um, if you don't address, um, or if you, or, okay, so hold on, let me back up for a second. So aside from the regular life stuff, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. I swear it is. <laughs> it is COVID brain. Welcome to the, the bing, best bing. part of this is you Dylan gets to see it on somebody else. It is just fantastic. As I'm like, <laughs> what you're dealing with right now is mine. Cause you'll, when, when one of us is speaking and, 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 and sometimes even when I'm having with you here too, you know, the, the thought will be there and it'll be this, this 
beautiful display, beautiful construction in my brain. And the moment I start, it goes and it's gone. And I'm like, and that's or, how or worse, <laughs> or worse, get halfway through the point and have literally a light switch go off in your brain and go, now what was I just talking about? Okay, so that's <laughs> happened like three times in the same yes. topic. Welcome to my yeah. world. Oh, it's maddening. It, it again, I know. I every <laughs> night I'm behind this bike. It happens. Every time. Because then I turn around and drive home and I go, Dang on it! I, that's I, what I was trying to say. That's what I was trying to say. If only I could go back and do it again. No, it's okay. That's why I'm here to kind of fill in the gaps yeah. when he does stop. That is hilarious. <laughs> Steven's my training wheels. <laughs> I'm short enough. That's how this works. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Was that you're welcome. Aside from. Uh, regular life stuff. If you have a deep rooted issue with like who you are, like not being comfortable in your skin or feeling like you don't yeah. fit mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. That will be a struggle. That will be just yeah. a lifelong struggle, but coming to terms with that. And part of the healing process yeah. is to say, okay, this is something that I experience. I know I need to have tools in my belt to work through it because this will be a daily experience, but it'll get easier and easier. It doesn't mean that it's done and over with, but to just deflect and say, well, I'm going to do something and I'm going to go ahead and say, well, I need this new thing fixed. And so I'm going to go ahead and do surgery. And then to, to just keep doing that, you will always find something else that's wrong because you aren't getting to the root, the root of, of the problem. It's why people get exactly. it, it's why people get addicted to body modification. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That that's why you're addicted to it. It's not yes. the fact that you know you're just addicted to it. No, it's because you see an imperfection hey. or you see a flaw or you see an issue and you instead yes. of working on that issue or flaw or imperfection, you decide you're just going to cover it up. Well, I would argue that's what any addiction is from. Yes. Is your right. your whatever no matter what it is no no what no matter what what it is no matter what it is, you're avoiding dealing with and accepting. Out of everything that you were saying, the key of all of this is the acceptance. People don't accept anything anymore. I accept my caffeine addiction. <laughs> I fully accept. I do too. That yes. I am addicted to with coffee. Gusto. I fully accept that. I do too. But but seriously, like that's that's the biggest problem is we don't there's a lot about ourselves and everybody has a flaw. Everybody can have something they can point to. Oh, I wish my nose wasn't so big. Oh, I wish I wasn't so fat. Oh, I wish this, that, and that, whatever. Everybody's got something that they can point to and say that they could change. But there comes a point where you have to fish or cut bait. Right. You know what I mean? You, you, you either change what you can change and, and literally let go of the rest. You mm-hmm. figure out what you have control over, which really isn't a lot. And once you find that line, then you kind of leave the rest up to God or whatever you believe in at that point. Right. At that point, you just kind of have to accept that this is, is the best that I can do, and that's it. Mm-hmm. But we're not taught to accept anything, let alone what our best is. Wow, what a tangent we say- got on today. I know. Sorry. I would highly recommend the um, AA Big Blue Book. I think that that is such a great book um, for anyone. And gotta love um, that twelve step. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> 
Hi, but Carrie. I read it for, <laughs> I read it for um, during seminary, and it's <clears throat> really good. Yeah. It's really, really good. Um, now, I, of course, would definitely take a theological path or approach sure, or yeah. guide anyone else to do such, mm-hmm. um, you know, turn to God because we can't do anything in our own power. Um, but yeah, that acceptance thing, and it doesn't have to mean that we're happy or, you know, oh, I accept that I've, I don't know, whatever it is. I'm yeah. going to just turn off now. That's okay. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. So while you're turning off, think about this and it just, just kind of putting it out there. We're talking about, you know, accepting ourselves and, uh, the things of that nature. But what if... What if you have a local government that just decides not to accept your entire religion? Like, not, like at all? Like at all. Like just says, you know what? Your entire religion, no. Um, you can't gather. You can't join together. You can't even like see each other. And uh, by the way, uh, if you do, we will arrest you. Wow. Well, it's a good thing that that so wouldn't. Like China? That- I was going to say, that would have to be in China. That couldn't happen here in America because we have freedom of religion. Well, I mean, the U.S. Supreme Court issued an injunction on Wednesday blocking New York governors, uh, blocking the New York governor, you know, Lord Governor Cuomo. His almighty slayer of economies. Yes, uh, from uh, enforcing his 10 and 25 person occupancy limit on religious institutions inside of New York City, granting the request of the Catholic Diocese of Brooklyn and the... Agadath? Israel? Agudath? Agudath? I love that cheese. Oh, Gouda? Oh, it's so good. Cheese is good. Mm. I don't actually. I'm just, I just. But here's the the funny thing. Let me ask you a question. Okay. So the restriction is very, very poignant. It's you cannot have any more than 25 people in your house of worship at all. So that's counting. At all. Wow. At all. At all. Okay. Okay. Regardless of the size of the space. Yes, regardless of the size of the space at all, no more than 25 people at a time. Poo-poo on you so from you, Lord Cuomo. You, you can't have more than 25 people standing in the center of, you know, Dallas football stadium. Right, basically. Right. Well, at that point. Yeah, well, here's the thing. The United States Supreme Court went, uh, went against Cuomo, but only at a 5-4. Well, duh. Only at a five, four. Are you shocked by this? Like, seriously, are you no, shocked I'm by not, this at all? I'm not no, really shocked at this. Five, you have three very specifically that you should never be shocked about. And then one that you knew was going to, you know, stab you in the back. So, yeah. uh, you know, Justice Look John you, Roberts, Roberts. Uh, Stephen Breyer, Sonia Sotomayor, and Elena Kagan all voted for the Lord Cuomo. Well, of course, because we all know that the the Supreme Court is not about actually upholding the constitutionality of something. It's about the right. uh, 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 political swing <laughs> and that's or exactly bent what that was. these particular people are from. Correct. And this Period. was this was fully political bent. There was nothing about the Constitution that they were like. Uh, that should have been November. Yeah. The Supreme Court. It should have been nine. Their entire job is to say. Is it or is it not constitutional? Not, is it constitutional if you have a pandemic? No, no. Is it or is it not constitutional in all bounds? Yes 
or no. Yeah. This should have been a 9-0 flat. Yep. But it wasn't. Right. Because but it wasn't. It was a 5-4, which makes it even worse if we hadn't have gotten um, Amy Cody Barrett. Yeah. It would have been a 4-4 split, and then it then he would have been able to keep doing his, his stupidity. Yeah. So. Wow. I'm just saying. It... it the, <clears throat> See, I'm having that moment too. My problem is just now that was when like nine different things just collided yeah, together Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's time. when he went, mm. Letting y'all yeah. into the mind of Dylan. Anytime I'm sitting here after somebody says something and I start stuttering for a second and then just end with, mm, it's because of the fact I have literally a hundred different things I want to say and all of them are fantastic, but I've realized I've run out of time to make it worth make a decision. doing yeah, and pick and, on something. And, and now he's gone. Which one yeah, yeah that's it, it all just goes kavoosh, mm-hmm. and it's there and daggone it so. yeah well you know so you have that going on and that's going against honestly there it has no problem with uh by the way in new york he has no problems with uh muslim faith yeah it didn't gathering at all it was right. literally just churches and synagogues yeah, yeah i but see this this goes specifically synagogues and we've had this very, conversation very. Yeah, we've had this conversation before about going and I'm taking it in again on a slight tangent, but the whole mask thing, yeah. it, it, you weren't here for this. I don't know if it was even on Tuesday mm-hmm. while you were out, but we had a conversation about the whole wearing masks and, and yeah. Crap. Yeah. Right. and my thing is, it irritates me because, you know, you can't my, my son, my oldest asked if if the girlfriend's mom could possibly make him a mask for school. Mm-hmm. OK, but then it occurred to me. Later that day, the girlfriend was with her daughters and they were at Walmart and we're FaceTiming because we're looking at gifts and ideas and stuff for the kids and blah, 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 blah. And while they were trying to figure out something, I was mm-hmm. talking to her oldest. Yeah. And it dawned on me, she's not wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. So in society, you uh, children in North Carolina under a certain age, 11. I think it's under 11, don't have to wear a mask, but they have to wear a mask to go to school. Yeah. But, but they don't have to how, wear a mask in society. That's what I'm. That's what I'm getting confused at. Mm-hmm. How is it supposed to be actually stopped? There's all these half-hearted attempts, yeah, at trying to make everybody feel good that they're not actually doing anything right. If they really wanted, if they really thought the numbers were that bad, and they really wanted them to stop, then you should probably go. If you are a breathing, living human being and are going to be out in public at any moment of any time, then you have to wear a mask. At least that would be somewhat viable instead of, well, you know, kids don't have to wear masks in the state of North Carolina to Walmart and touch everything and breathe on everything and cough on everything and be asymptomatic on everything. And then wipe their nose and then Uh wipe it on the stuff. And then turn around and let you take it home and you contract it that way. Yeah. That's no problem. I'm just saying, there's so many ways that the government could, and I know I shouldn't be helping them try to screw us over, but there are so many better ways they could (laughs) go about uh, destroying us from the inside if they would just be a little bit smarter about it. I, I, there's there's moments I feel like Sloth from the Goonies is running this whole show. I really well, he do. He was a nice guy. I know, but I, I know, but all I can hear, and you can, that's what I. Oh, was that your Christopher Walken? Oh my God. <laughs> that was good. That hurt. That, that stung was really a bit, good. but that was good. That was so good. <laughs> that's close. No, no. <laughs> It's close, actually. It does sound so <laughs> very good, Carrie. That was a good one. Good. Well done. Well placed. I like that. Thank you. See? <sighs> but no, I know it was a tangent, but I just, it's, it's, I wanted to kind of vent about well, that I, again. Well, I, you know, 
to end this out, I think we all just need to come together. You know, right all now, religions, no, over me. all religions oh. need to come together and join hands and just build a united front. We are the world. <sighs> we are the children. We should all be tearing down our faith and rebuilding it into a brand new thing. I'm sorry, oh, what? What story do you have? It's Tim Shriver from American Magazine. He says we should all, you know, all faiths, all creeds should should just get behind uh, and, and start to follow and worship right after the Joe Bidens. So we're supposed to worship Biden and not God? A- apparently. Okay, I am not kidding. When you said get behind, I, all I could think was get behind me, Satan. Like That's about yeah, right. Yeah. That's about where I'm at at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I just, it's, oh, it's, yeah. It's, a, it's a good one. Like we may have yeah. to save that and go into it again next mm-hmm. week, but it's because mm-hmm. it was because it talks about, you know, the, the whole key is to build it up better. Yeah, build it back better. Tear it all down and build, build everything. Right everybody, back up. basically, you everybody this put all your good stuff into one. Yeah, and we'll blend it and we'll build it that the way. The Great American Religious Melting Pot. Ew, I'm not a fan. Not going so to do it. Yeah. All right, let's get to those bells. Good evening, Mojo Five O. I'm Leprechaun, and here with the bell count grade for the day, Tuesday, December first, 2020. Today we had no misinuendo bells, eight actual bells, six 2020 does, three oh my gosh, and a room shot giving us a B plus for the day. Hey, Carrie, hope you're feeling better. Peace out, boys. Stay healthy. We'll see you tomorrow. All righty. Well, again, Guy Carrie's back healthy, safe, and sound. Guys, we'll see y'all tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Bravo. I is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo 5. Spring break is coming up fast, and the beach is the perfect place to spend it. But before you book your travel, before you plant your umbrellas, or before the kids build their sandcastles, protect your whole family with COVID-19 vaccines. They're safe and effective. You'll travel with peace of mind. A safer spring break starts with your COVID-19 vaccines. Visit vaccines.gov to book an appointment.